0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: believe. Oh yeah, better than this. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do this shit. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Friday edition of the show. It's the last time we're going to speak together uh, before week three of the NFL season. We've got a lot to talk about here with this coming week, and we had a game last night, and Kyle and I both made a donation to my bookie on behalf of
2: the Tennessee Titans. Kyle woke Now, you want the good news or the bad news? I wanted both. Okay, yeah, the bad news is we both lost Titans minus two and a half. We sure did. The good news is when we predicted games before <laughs> the start of the season, yeah, we picked the Jaguars to win at home. So with that said, we won, but we also lost.
1: Kyle, how are you processing Gardner Minshew as having three productive good games so far?
2: Yeah, I think I think. Some of this is kind of you know, not having the book on Gardner Minshew, right? Some of this is he's not playing scared. You saw the touchdown pass. the, the Hell, the couple of touchdown right. passes he's thrown to T.J. Char- Chark this year Pfft. already is just like ice in his veins. He doesn't care. He's playing loose. He's having fun. But, Joe, I think the biggest thing that I'm taking away from the Gardner Minshew early success this year is having and continuing to prioritize the quarterbacks, especially in comparison to the Marcus Mariotas of the world, Ryan Tannehill's of the world, who ironically is also on that Titans roster. The quarterbacks that are comfortable when shit goes sideways and thrive in off script, I think it's easier to take a guy who thrives off script and put him into structure than it is to put a guy who can't operate when structure breaks down around. That's a good point. You got to make the easy stuff look easy, right? And then how do you yes. look when things break? That's a that's a really
1: good point. I was reading over my scouting report, which I would encourage everyone not to read. Um I Gardner Mitchell. No, I actually read it. I it was a well-written report, I must say. Uh, but I did talk about how a lot of times I felt like he invited pressure going back to his days at Washington State and he really did. I kind of said there he's got some very dynamic moments off script and uh Maybe I should have cared more about that. I, I certainly saw a player with limited physical gifts, right? So did the NFL, right? He's picked one seventy-eight in the draft, six-round pick. There's not like anyone thought this guy was going to be a franchise quarterback, or else he would have went, oh, I don't know, one hundred and seventy picks higher, right? So I'm not going to take like a big L here, but I know that you were higher on Minshew than I was, yeah, and, yeah. and so I, I wanted to give you a chance to kind of,
2: uh, you know, talk about that here as we as we get underway. Yeah, so I had him a hundred and fourth overall on my board. Uh my comparison for him was Case Keenum. Okay. Uh and I thought he had some I'm not listen. Everybody listen. You know how much I hate bad comparisons. So I'm not going to compare this in a one to one, but as far as extending plays within the pocket, there were some Baker Mayfield like reps, chill, from Gardner Minshew. <laughs> extending plays within the pocket that echoed a similar play style to like how Tony Romo extended plays and Baker Mayfield extended play. And like that piece of it for me was like, yeah, he's really fun. You know, he's, he's a fun passer. I thought he had good zip on the ball. I thought in Washington state, you know, there's that video of Mike Leach and, and he says NFL scouts are asking him, well, no, is he accurate? And Mike Leach says, well, did you watch any tape at all? Like, to, With all due respect, I didn't think Gardner Minshew was all that accurate at Washington State at times because he was late a lot of the time. Right, right. And he missed everything high and inside because he was late on so many crossing patterns in that air raid style offense. But when you saw him off his platform and throwing on the move and – you really saw some nice accuracy and and Jacksonville let's tip the cap to the Jaguars offensive line. I mean the the offensive tackles for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Cam Robinson and Juwan Taylor, they did a great job last night in, in protecting Gardner Minshew, giving him the opportunity to step up in the pocket because they're running, running guys around the outside. And uh, when he was standing clean in the pocket, he threw with accuracy When he was forced off his spot and had to throw in the move, he threw with accuracy. So, I like I said, the biggest takeaway for me is like you can't take a guy who needs this structure to be a successful player because that's just it's not sustainable on a game by game basis. That you're always going to be able to keep a guy within the structure of the offense. Who is Mike White? Was that I got that right in Jeopardy? Right, that was your uh... yeah. Yeah, I hear,
1: I hear you on that. Um, you know who did a bad job last night? How about that uh, Titans offensive line? giving up nine sacks to the Jaguars. Calais Campbell could not be blocked. Josh Allen Monster. with two sacks. Uh, they kicked ass, man. That, uh, that uh, Jacksonville front seven kicked Tennessee Titans' ass. Saxonville's back. It, uh, it might be. You hate to see it because Doug Marone's such an asshole. But other than that, uh, it's kind of fun to see some of this
2: stuff. I have one question for you about this game yet before we move on. Yeah. When Nick Foles' collarbone heals, who's playing quarterback
1: for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah, it's it's interesting because I wrote about uh, you know the, the the quarterback market for next year, you know, and yep. I talked about Nick Foles and his contract situation. You and I have talked about that in this podcast, right? It's definitely a situation where he's going to be around next year because they're going to pay him a whole lot of money to not be there. It just doesn't make any sense. But I mean, I, I feel like I feel like you have to roll with Minshew. For the simple hot fact, hand. yeah, you got to ride the hot hand, but also, you know that that could, for a coaching staff, it could really extend their opportunity to stick around. Everyone knows that Doug Marone's seat is pretty hot right now, and if you can, you know, convince upper management that you know you're the best thing for Gardner Minshew, and you may have found a diamond in the rough here, and you know, you have your quarterback of the future is this six
2: round pick, and he needs us. You know, I think that's yeah. probably that goes into it a lot. Alright, so here's the next here's the Jaguars' next five games. Yeah. They're in Denver against the 0-2 Broncos. Okay. They are in Carolina against what could be a Cam newton Panthers. Right. They're hosting a Drew list New Orleans Saints. Oh boy. They are in Cincinnati. Oh boy. And then they are home against the New York Jets, who may be without Sam Darnold. Whew. Could be interesting down there in Jacksonville. Our may
1: making a little heater here going. Yeah, very, very, very interesting. You know, Kyle and I may have lost a little bit of cash uh, on this game last night, uh, but it certainly makes watching NFL games more exciting when you have some skin in the game. There's nothing like the NFL, and there's no better way to make games more interesting than betting on them. So do the smart thing and bet with mybookie.ag. No one gives you more ways to win than they do. My bookie's got the fastest payouts and better lines than any other sports book out there. Don't forget where you're betting just as important as who you're betting on. And mybookie.ag is the best in the business. It's where we play. It's where you should too. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best, do the smart thing. If you're going to bet football this season, bet with my bookie. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, give yourself a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings and no matter how you bet, The NFL season is the best time of year. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use our promo code LOCKEDON to activate the offer. Kyle and I both use that. Use that LOCKEDON you get double your first deposit. That's promo code LOCKEDON. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. We got more to talk about in week three of the NFL coming up right after
2: this. Joe, I have a question. Yesh? What game are you most looking forward to this weekend? Outside of the Bills and Bengals? Yes, of course.
1: Can't say your own game. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the Ravens and Chiefs, right? That's the one that really
2: pops. No. I mean, listen, dude, you got Rams-Browns. I'm not into the Browns you like got, everyone else, man. I'm telling you. You telling got Texans-Chargers? It's, it's Chiefs-Ravens. That's the game. I understand. I understand it's a sexy game, but I'm sitting here looking at some of these other matchups. Like if Drew Brees is healthy, which he's not, and I understand right. that that really waters this down. You got Saints Seahawks this weekend. You got first start for Daniel Jones, right? You got first start for Mason Rudolph. You got first start for Josh Rosen. There's a hell of, hell of a lot of stuff going on this weekend. Fun week. Let's let's do that. Daniel Jones. Let's talk about that. Right. They go to yep.
1: Tampa. Uh, Devin White's not going to be healthy. Jamel Dean's not going to play in that game. I think it's a good good game to insert him into the lineup. Here's the thing. Um, I don't necessarily love the Giants receivers, but in a West Coast-style offense, if Sterling Shepard can get back, I think that'll give him at least one receiver to work with, Benny Fowler. Maybe there's something there. But Evan Ingram, obviously, extremely talented. But from the simple perspective of this is a pretty good Giants offensive line, and obviously Saquon Barkley, right? That's going to be Daniel Jones' best friend here early on in this career. Really, I mean, forever, right? I mean, having Saquon Barkley, every single quarterback in the NFL would benefit from having him, but specifically for a guy that, you know, is making a big jump here. And um, Barkley is going to be his best friend, a good offensive line, West Coast scheme. Maybe this kind of works. And
2: uh, I'm anxious to see what it looks like. Yeah, this this is the first opportunity I think you'll get for the Giants, where – They're not automatically two or three scores behind, right? Because you think about their first two games, played Buffalo tough for a while, but that game never really felt like it was out of hand from your perspective as a Bills fan, did it?
1: I felt like the Bills were in control. I mean, the Giants scored in the opening drive, got up seven to nothing, and then the Bills scored. I think three consecutive touchdown
2: drives. It was twenty one. Right. Yeah, it felt it right. felt like Buffalo was in control of the game. Same same thing in the Cowboys game where it was close to the first quarter, and then Dallas started ringing up touchdowns. And it's like the Giants have not had the opportunity to feed Saquon Barkley the foot, like. Saquon has one of his first couple touches go for 50 yards like every game. Right. <laughs> and then like they can't run the ball because they're behind by two touchdowns. Right. And people start teeing off. I think this Bucks game will be an opportunity for them to let it hang a little closer, play uh, offense a little bit more balanced. And I think that will help Daniel Jones. As you said, uh, several prominent players in the Buccaneers defense will be out this weekend. Uh, Buccaneers do not have the most ferocious pass rush off the edge their best penetration guys are sue and uh, vea on the interior and the giants pretty stout in the interior
1: yeah really good interior three and zeitler and hernandez might be the best guard pairing in the nfl and jalapio is a good center They got a good left tackle and solder. they're weak links remmers but i mean other four spots are really solid so there's enough here right this isn't like this isn't like uh, Josh Rosen getting tossed into the Arizona Cardinals offense last year, right? This is or the iris- Miami
2: Dolphins offense this year. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, yeah, and,
1: and I mean, I wish I wish Golden Tate was available for for Daniel Jones, but that'll yeah. come next week. And I think there's enough uh, opportunity in in Tampa's secondary that I think this could work.
2: So Jones has two weeks, yeah, between this week against Tampa and next week against Washington before the Vikings pass rush comes to town. Yep. Yeah. And then they got to play in a short week and play in Foxborough against the, the Patriots. Right. So this is a nice little incubation period where, like, Daniel Jones is going to get his feet wet, but you should have the opportunity to not have him running for his life relative to some of the other pass rushes.
1: Speaking of debuts, what we've got: Mason Rudolph, his starting debut. Uh, is this? No, he started last week, didn't he?
2: No, he didn't. Start. He came in.
1: He came in for Ben. He that's came right. In. Our 49ers, Joe. I'll, I don't – Let's leave. go. Yeah, we've been tooting Bury the for Steelers
2: sure. in the backyard. I don't care.
1: What What is going on? You, is, is this more about what? – where is this coming from? Oh, because, because – the, the Dolphins have their Dolphins. first round yeah, pick. I haven't been programmed yet. I've, I've been – I understand the Saints <laughs> side of things. But, the Texans. Yeah, yeah or not – yeah, the Texans side of things. But, yeah, it's the
2: – Well, Saints too because we get the Saints second round pick. So. Look – you just, everyone can't lose every game, right? So there it is. Are you sure? Uh, hey, listen, Jaguars are out of the uh, ranks of the winless. So. That's true. And uh, that's one another team down. Well, Miami and the Jets. Let's, is that it?
1: There's only two winless teams left. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. But they're
2: like, the, the clearly, the worst two teams. Okay. Right so Miami. Now. But the thing is, the Jets are going to
1: play the Dolphins. So they're going to get a win, right? That's going to happen. Right.
2: They'll get two there. And
1: yeah. then uh, since he plays Miami, that's going to be an important game. Since he's not that bad. Since he's going to win three or
2: four games. No. You say not that bad and then say they'll win three or four games. That's what I'm saying. They're not 0 and 16 bad. No, they're not a historically bad football team. No, you're correct. Uh, let's talk about Mason Rudolph against 49ers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the things to watch in this game for me is the health of some of the supporting cast. I know Vance McDonald went on the injury report midweek this week with a back issue. I know James Conner had a knee that, that flared up last week. Uh, he said he's fine. He said he expects to play, expects to have no issues, but much more so when you have a young quarterback getting his first start in Mason Rudolph versus a guy as seasoned as Ben Roethlisberger. I don't think he's going to lean heavily on Juju Smith-Schuster. I think they're going to look for safety blanket tight end in the middle of the field, lean on the running game a little bit and try and probe and test and see if you can move the 49ers around who have a good defensive line. So, But the Steelers have run the ball terribly to start the year. And now with Mason Rudolph, in, they have to find life in the running game. Just like we, we just got done talking about with the New York Giants, struggling to find consistency to stay balanced on offense. I think the Steelers need to skew their offense much more towards running the football and working the middle of the field with Vance McDonald and putting Juju in the slot and so on and so forth.
1: I like this opportunity. I mean, this the, to me the the interesting thing here is this this forty ers pass rush, right? I think they can get after it a little bit. Uh is gonna be healthy and D and Ford and some of these interior guys. I know Pittsburgh Defoe. Well, they're they're good, right? But I mean Pittsburgh's yeah. got a good offensive line. And so I think protection's gonna be the key for Mason. I think he'll have some chances to find some space in the secondary. It's just about is he gonna have the time and this, this Steelers run game has got to wake up, right? I mean, James Conner they've, they've been it. brutal.
2: Right. They've been terrible the first two weeks.
1: It's gotta, it's, that, that narrative needs to switch here. I don't necessarily like them on the road. And if uh, San Francisco gets a 3-0, and man, people are going to start lighting us on fire.
2: Well, and that's fine. I've said I'm more than happy to be wrong about the 49ers. But let's, like, let it happen. Right. Let's not throw them a parade for winning their first two games in September since, like, 2015. Kyle, you weren't as excited about this Ravens-Chiefs game as I am. No, I am excited about it. It's just I, I'm looking at the slate. There's like five games that I'm pumped for this weekend.
1: What do you think about Ravens-Chiefs? Is this Are we going to learn a lot about Baltimore? Do you expect Kansas City to mount the floor with them? What are your expectations for this game? No, I don't expect
2: Kansas City to mop the floor with them. Um, if you remember, Baltimore played them pretty damn tough last year. And that was with Lamar not being able to throw the ball. Like Baltimore <laughs> should have beat Kansas City last year. They melted in the last like five to 10 minutes of the football game. You remember that? Yes. So, I mean, they, they played the, the stereotypical clock control. Now, what's really interesting is the Ravens have turned their offense completely over on their head. They play fast as shit now. They do not look to possess the ball for 40 minutes anymore. They spread you out. They space you out. It's it's kind of complementary offensive styles of football. Um, I expect points. I expect a team that's able to get two or three mistakes and turnovers, but maybe a big penalty here or there. And I trust Mahomes to not make those mistakes, even though I probably like the Ravens' defense more than I like the Chiefs' defense.
1: I want to ask you about these 20-point spreads in the NFL this weekend oh, uh, in just a minute. But first, let's talk about sex. Good sex. Remember the days when you were always ready to go, and you can increase your performance to get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready Whenever an opportunity arises. Now, this just isn't for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So, no in person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, but cheaper than a pharmacy, uh, we got a deal for you guys right now. You can get Blue Chew for free. Your first shipment. By using our special promo code locked on, just need you to pay five bucks for shipping. Again, that's B L U E CHU.com, promo code locked on to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Kyle and I will be right back after this. All right, Kyle, we've got uh, Dallas minus 20. No, 23- no,
2: you're not, you're, you're not going to skip this.
1: What am I not going to skip?
2: One of the greatest, most underrated segues in the history of draft dudes, and you're just gonna blow it over like you didn't say. Let's pretend like it didn't happen. Go ahead. Joe, you you said I want to ask you about these spreads, but first let's talk about sex.
1: Oh no, did I say that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Are we keeping it? Of course we are. Oh boy. Oh boy. Greatest segue in draft dudes history, Joe. I already did immortalized it immortalized now. Oh, it's I immortalized. I did it naturally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can we talk about the spreads? <laughs> Let's talk about the spreads. Turn it like it's a Now Let's talk over about here. sex. My god. All right, so what Dallas minus 23 hosting Is that what it is now? Yeah, as of right now hosting. Oh my
2: god, on oh my bookie.
1: Yeah, uh yes, hosting the Miami Dolphins and the New England Patriots minus 22 hosting the uh, Jets, Adam Gase. These Jets. The,
2: this might be the two biggest spreads in the last decade of NFL. In, in the same week, yeah. I, what, I in thought, the same week. Wasn't
1: Dolphins-Patriots the, the record last week? Wasn't it like 19 and a half?
2: Oh, there was, there was like two that were over 20. But 23 and a half yeah. is a monster yeah. number. Yeah. And what's sad is they might bet on the Cowboys. <sighs> okay. Jack's playing lights out. He's not going to touch him taco charlton man revenge game coming excited about the addition you should be charlton. it's a good pickup why not it's two years two and a half million dollars who right. cares right. you know do you know how many first round defensive linemen are on the miami dolphins defensive line
1: uh they have christian wilkins they have charles harris
2: they have taco charlton robert kim yeah he's on the pup right yeah but still i mean their roster has four first round defensive linemen
1: show do should be
2: stacked, and only man. one of them. One of them's <laughs> worth it. <laughs> How's Charles Harris been? Piece of shit. Uh, terrible. Oh, Okay. Just completely invisible. Yeah. Which you know, if you actually watched him at Missouri, that wouldn't be a surprise <laughs> to you at all. But here we are.
1: Which one are you taking on these spreads? Gun to head. You got to pick one.
2: I could take any any of the four outcomes.
1: That's interesting.
2: So Which? you could you could take. Dallas to cover, Miami to cover, Patriots to cover, Jets to cover.
1: Yeah, I want to do that, but then I also want to know which of the favorites you think has a better chance of covering.
2: I think the Cowboys have a better chance of covering.
1: I agree with you. The Jets have something on defense. They're not complete idiots, right?
2: Yeah, and Luke Falk showed me enough last week, coming off the bench, that I think he can at least modestly move the football.
1: I can't believe we have two Mike Leach starting quarterbacks. Luke Falkenburger, um, I can't. Is CJ Mosley on the, is he playing? I don't know. He didn't play. He did not play Monday night. So,
2: because that, I mean that that will be a big determinant.
1: Yeah, for me. difference maker. Yeah, I mean especially for points, right?
2: Let's find out. CJ, Mosley, let's. I'm gonna have my producer Twitter search. Uh, CJ Mosley. Of course, out.
1: the Patriots with a big look ahead game next week. Uh, you know, going to Orchard Park to face the Bills. You know, they're gonna be well, might There'd not be, be. focused.
2: <laughs> big looming uh big looming date on the schedule huh I th-
1: I think here I'll give you my answer while you're looking this up I think Dallas minus 23 is the most likely team to cover which also makes them the most likely of the four possible outcomes They're at home they're at home in Jerry World man
2: Yeah, yeah they're at home in Jerry World Dolphins haven't gone on the road yet Josh Rosen starting is that helpful? Uh it's kind of a wild card. <laughs> I mean, Josh Josh moved the ball against the Pats a little bit. He threw two balls, one down each sideline that hit Jakeem Grant and uh Preston Williams in the face. Oh, and geez. neither one of them caught the ball. That's a problem. Wow. Neither one of them caught the ball. I'm like, what are you guys doing? And then of course, like they call a timeout with four seconds left, and Josh tries to get a uh, try and score a touchdown. They're down the five yard line and it's bad at the air and intercepted. So all people are going to know about the Patriots game is Josh Rosen didn't throw a touchdown and threw an interception. We should have, like, two touchdowns.
1: Who's your favorite offensive player in the Miami Dolphins? It's not Josh Rosen.
2: <sighs> Michael
1: Dieter? <laughs> yeah, I figured that's what you would say. What about skill player?
2: Oh, man. I like Jakeem Grant for what he is. <laughs> like a wide receiver four that you have some gadget plays for. Um, I'd like Albert Wilson if he was healthy. I think Albert Wilson's toast at the end of the year. they he's due nine and a half million dollars next year. He has he played six snaps in the season opener and will miss the next two weeks. He D- he's not playing. Also. Dude's
1: always hurt. But I remember this offseason I'd put a poll on Twitter about which uh, who people thought the best yards after catch receiver in the NFL were. It, it, Albert, Wilson Albert Wilson got a ton of ton of love in that category.
2: Yeah, he he's phenomenal in that in that specific skill, but. He had the hip injury against Detroit last year, did not play the rest of the season. He was battling the hip issue to the point where they had to play him in the fourth preseason game just to get him some snaps because he wasn't able to with his hip recovery throughout the entire offseason and summer.
1: Yeah. Have you made your choice yet here?
2: Dallas. Same, same as me. Yeah. Most likely outcome yeah. of all four possible outcomes. Is Dallas covers because that's how bad the Dolphins are. And Dak, again, Dak is playing out of his yeah. mind. Yeah, and he's
1: and he's gonna continue that, right? He's hungry for a contract. He's gonna he's not holding anything back, right? Uh I think He'll the play Jets. The 10
2: for 10 in play action passes again.
1: He, right. For sure.
2: <laughs> I think he's thrown I think he's thrown two incomplete passes on play action to start the year through two games.
1: I think the Jets are the second most likely to cover, but I want to say something about that with the play action. Something that was very surprising to me with Josh Allen's stats this year. Josh Allen uh his percentage of play action passes this year 30th in the NFL. He didn't have any. Oh, wow. He didn't have one play action pass in week 1. He yeah, it's a little bit more against the Giants but What do you think the reason for that is? I think the the is, the, the Bills love to go empty and put five wides out there and get some pre-snap motion, give Josh a, a pre-snap read and he's done he's done well to survey and throw it. They haven't I don't think they've needed it as much. But it's got to so It's
2: a, it, it's a spacing issue then. Like they they like to space you out and make yeah. it pretty easy to identify for playing manor zone.
1: Oh, for sure that was that was what helped him turn the corner last year, and it's a big part of what they do right now. But I think, and I mean, the running game hasn't really gotten going. They've had some opportunistic runs late in games where they've ripped yeah. off some runs mainly with Devin Singletary, but there hasn't been that consistent threat of you know like the bills are going to grind away so here's these play action passes and i think maybe teams just know josh can throw it really far so they're not giving you that suck up you know that you that creates that space yeah. deep so yeah there's some dynamics there but i thought like jesus he's like one of the least uh, common things that he does is throw play action so well
2: I, I think i think that's really interesting because you think about where josh was coming out right and then you mentioned how they were able to stabilize him last year in his rookie season right was simplifying the pre-snap And now like you're starting to get more layers to it, but they're being very selective with where they introduce the layers and not ask him to turn his back to the defense and then get reoriented when he works his eyes back around and stuff like that. I like that for him because uh, we've, we've always talked about the talent is apparent. Yeah. And when you space him out like that, Joe, it's a great example of that um, that pocket flush that he gave you off the edge when the nickel blitzed off the edge. Yeah that's very easy to see coming.
1: Right, as opposed to turning around. You're right.
2: Yeah, if you if you're in uh, heavier sets and you got more guys condensed inside the box, you know, those guys can kind of come from anywhere and mix you up and and they might catch you off guard. But if he stretch you out, okay, there's where my hot is, I got to replace the blitz.
1: It's a good point that you said that cuz I'm thinking back to preseason as well. There was a few plays where the Bills ran play action with Josh Allen where as soon as he turned around there was a guy in his face and he didn't respond well to that. And 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 I think I'm thinking back to some of those low lights from last year situations where it is play action he turns around there's somebody there and he gets goofy, right? <laughs> like real goofy. So maybe it's it's guarding against some of that and if, if things are on schedule, right, which they kind of have been, there's no reason to do it. Can we do one thing here before we close?
2: Yeah, I want to. want to go th- plenty of time.
1: I, I want to go through the two and O teams, and let's find out who's going to be three and O by the end of the week. Bet. All right. First one here: Bills two and O against the Bengals zero two. Bills home opener. Bills getting to three and O. Yes. Dallas hosts my <laughs> Dallas is getting to three and O. Right. Yes. All right. Uh,
2: Patriots are also getting to three. And o. Well,
1: I got I got an order here. Packers are two. <laughs> Packers are two and O. They host the Denver Broncos.
2: Well, we picked the Packers to win this game, Joe.
1: Well, they're not losing in Lambeau, right? Aaron Rodgers played well I mean, last week.
2: Agreed, but this is the Broncos' season now. Y'all are 0-2. Like, you really can't get to 0-3. What, I mean, what and were the, that? And that pass rush came alive a little bit against the Bears. They
1: got both—dude, Balaga and, and Bakhtiari are freaking walls, dude.
2: I understand that. They're so good. But the Broncos also have Von Miller, and Bradley Chubb. Like, let's oh. not undersell it. I think they're the least likely of the teams that we have mentioned so far. Right, because of
1: opponent. Because, of opponent. because of opponent.
2: Yeah. Yes. 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 Yes.
1: But it's interesting. The first three teams we mentioned all face zero and two teams. Uh, right. That's not right. happening here. In the the Ravens and Chiefs are two and zero teams. Uh, someone's getting the two and one, and the Chiefs are at home. I'm giving I'm giving them the win here. I think that uh, the Ravens will be off the undefeated, but they'll at least have the best loss, right? For sure.
2: Correct. Yeah, and I agree. Like I said, when we were, talked about that game a little bit, I like the Ravens' defense better than I like the Chiefs' defense. But uh, just because of how astronomical – like they're both playing lights out, Lamar and Patrick Mahomes. But mm-hmm. if you were going to tell me one quarterback who's going to make one or two critical mistakes in this game, I would pick Lamar to make them before I pick Patrick Mahomes to make them.
1: Uh, Patriots are getting a the 3-0. They're facing the Jets at home. Yes. Yep. Yep. The Lions are 1-0-1. We're not talking about that. You tie, you don't get no, to be get part of this again. conversation. No, no. Uh, the 49ers, 2-0, hosting Pittsburgh. They're getting the 3. Yes,
2: they get there. They get there.
1: Uh, here's one. This is the fun one. The Rams, 2-0, traveling to Cleveland.
2: We picked the Rams to win this football game. Uh,
1: so. I'm sure you didn't like that, though.
2: No, because we I, I probably had something to say about it, but we picked the Browns to go 10-6 and while losing this football game, so... All right. Uh did we have them at 2 and 0 entering the game though? The Browns?
1: Yeah, we had them winning. We had them beating Tennessee week 1. We sure did.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we had them at 2 and 0 and then losing this game.
1: All right. So, two- so to
2: stay on to stay on schedule, the Browns would versus what we forecasted, we would have to give them a win here, but we also gave the Browns a loss week 13 to Pittsburgh. So there's wiggle room here.
1: You think Browns match up well with the Rams?
2: Well, not if Greedy Williams and Denzel Ward don't play. That'd which be is what problem. I mean, they both have hamstring issues right now. Yeesh. I don't think either one of them practiced yesterday.
1: It's going to be a problem.
2: That's going to yeah, be like, a problem. <laughs> get some ice on those hammies, boys, like yeah, we need yeah. you out there. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> This is not the game to not have your two starting cornerbacks. So,
2: so I do think the Rams get there, yes.
1: Yeah, and, and Mayfield's got to – I think Mayfield's still got to settle in this year a little bit, you know? I think we saw some moments of it against the Jets, but he's um, been a little loose so far. So, But here's
2: the thing. like, If you can double and triple Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald will probably still get you, what, six pressures in a game? With <laughs> yeah. doubles and triple teams? I think he just
1: shows up on the field with that, yeah.
2: But like, who else up front for the Rams in their pass rush? Are you like, freaking out no. now? Not,
1: no, but they need Fowler to be good. They need Michael Brockers to make some plays. Yeah, it's not, they're yeah, not- Brocker's
2: really good, but I think Brockers, he doesn't he's doesn't really move the needle for me as like a pass rusher, right.
1: you know, he's a quality player. He's just he's not Calais Campbell.
2: Right, right. So I think the Browns have a modest chance, but it, that, it will come back to if their corners are healthy. And is that it? Is that all the own or two? That, and O's? That,
1: that's all of them. That's all of them. We got Bears and Redskins Monday night. We could talk touch on that on
2: Monday show, though. So we're cowards. We're picking every single one of them to win. Well, the- except for except for Ravens and Chiefs because they have to play each other. Well, I- which you tell me which undefeated team besides the loser of Ravens Chiefs is most likely to lose this week? 49ers. Really, I think it's Packers.
1: What is what the Broncos love today? I don't get
2: it. I'm just acknowledging the Broncos played a good game on Sunday against the Bears. Lost a heartbreaker, and they're now 0-2, and their backs are up against the wall. Packers jumped out early last week and didn't really pull away the way you wanted them to. Packers let the Vikings get back into a football game that they should have ran away with last week. And the Packers next week play the Eagles in Green Bay. Potential for an overlook game here. I'm just
1: saying. There's some cheap tickets out there. If you want to go to Colts, Falcons, you can get into Lucas Oil Stadium for twenty six dollars. Joe, where do you want to go? I want to take you to a game. Hold this on, show. I got to get through the rest. Of these. You can get to Cardinals Panthers for fourteen bucks.
2: You want to go to Cardinals Panthers this week? No, and you can get into. I'll, I'll just fly right over from Dallas. You
1: can get into FedEx Field for Bears Redskins on Monday night for twenty four bucks. Whoa, well, wait! I might go to that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be home by Monday morning. Hold on. Go see Mitch Stravinsky. See if he can throw left. Monday night football for 120 yards. Yeah, he's one of our sponsors, Vivid Seats. You can get in the building. Use their there rewards loyalty program. I've Yeah. Some
2: cheap tickets out there this week, man. All right. Here's a serious question and end the show for the week. Yeah. What's one bucket list stadium that you have not been to that you would want to go to? <sighs> I don't I uh,
1: Brian Denny, I guess, or or Nieland? How about Pro? Pro that I've yeah, never like been to, pro,
2: yeah. Pro stadium you've never been to that's on the bucket list.
1: I don't know Minnesota. I'm How many sure. have you been to? Been to Carolina,
2: Carolina, <laughs> Buffalo, no. Buffalo, Atlanta,
1: Atlanta. Might be it. Pro stadiums that might be it.
2: But you got you got quite a few left,
1: right? Well, I mean, I only go watch the Bills play, so uh, and those are the ones that are around me.
2: I have been to Lincoln Financial. Yeah. I've been to uh huh. the Browns Stadium. Heinz. Two two thousand seven to see the, the Dolphins one in fifteen Dolphins play the Browns. Um I've been to Heinz Field.
1: Yeah.
2: I've been to FedEx Field. Oh Red I've been State there. Stadium. I've been there. That's on my list okay, too. I so forgot. You're, so you're up to four. to four then. Yep. Uh this weekend I will be doing Jerry World. There you go. Uh I've been inside Lucas Oil.
1: Hard Rock, right? The Miami Dolphins?
2: Yes, I've been to Hard Rock, so I'm up to 7. So you're plus 3 on it. I right? didn't realize I had that many.
1: I mean, I knew all of those off. The top. I didn't know you've been to Cleveland, but I feel like I've been we've been through this and then I you've told me that.
2: I mean, it was 12 years ago. Yeah. A long time ago. Um I I would probably say either Soldier Field or really? Field. Why Soldier Field? I mean, just the history there. It looks so weird to me. I mean, it does look weird, there and The all twenty-two <laughs> is the worst all right. twenty-two angle in the history of football. <clears throat> Can't even go there because of that, you know. But there's a lot of history there. Uh, does that matters to you? I think it's cool. Yeah, I don't know. It's not
1: like I don't know Fenway Park's like what Wrigley. Those are like that's that's history to me.
2: You ever you ever been to the old Yankee Stadium before they knocked it down,
1: brother? I've been to. Uh, Nationals Park in the Braves Stadium for Major League Baseball. That's it. That's it. Yeah.
2: Old Yankee Stadium. Oh, and Tropicana was. Field.
1: What a delight. What a oh, gem. Yeah,
2: we've, we've both been what there a, together. What man. a gem. We've been out in center field there, standing around. <laughs> <laughs> I'll miss but it. Yeah, I, I almost had somebody hit me with a the ball. They were throwing fades to the back corner of the end yeah, zone. Yeah, that's right. It came out so bad it almost hit me with it. Remember,
1: were you there what was it uh kevin uh kevin colbert the, the pittsburgh the steelers gm he got down there and, and played catcher for a little bit and caught, caught yeah. passes for yeah, caught, caught pitches passes. yeah passes yeah. i'm in football mode yeah the passes the pitcher <laughs> passed the ball to the catcher <laughs>
2: that's it we're done we gotta we gotta wrap up we're getting off the rails uh joe another great show Wanna invite everybody to come back see us again next week monday we're recapping the action in football both college and pro and then takes on takes on Tuesday. So looking yeah. forward to that. Come back. See us again. I'm Kyle Krabs at Grind and Tape signing off with the Joe Marino. Enjoy the weekend.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies.